back to another episode of A Crazy Little Thing Calls, and I am Natalie. And I am Mr. Teej. This is a podcast where crazy becomes relatable. Yes, and if you knew what it took to get to this point right My here, Lord. <laughs> you would understand how crazy, obviously, both of us are. Jesus, the amount of times that we recorded this intro. <laughs> right, at this point, we should just go and have a blooper through. <laughs> I should have kept them. I yeah, should have kept them, but should've. I definitely deleted them because, wow. Hmm. Anywho, <laughs> today we are in our... I guess self-care bag. It's a kind of like on the whim um, Mm -hmm. topic. Teach doesn't necessarily know to the extent. He knows the idea of what we're going to talk about, but not necessarily to the extent like the subtopics that I came about. Um, And so, yes, we're in our self-care bag today, which I feel like we haven't been in in a while. Since the first episode, maybe. Yeah. The health is the new wealth. Have we done another self-care one? I no, I don't think so. That's January. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's about time. Right. It's and it time. is today. We're recording this on the 1st. It's come out on the 4th. May the 4th. Right. And it is officially Mental Health Awareness Month. So, that's so appropriate mm-hmm. timing mm-hmm. to get this one in. So, I'm interested to see how where you're going to take this one. Yes. And so, just to kind of give you guys a teaser as to what this is it's about weight fluctuation and i know you know like okay mm. well physical health blah, 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 we already talked about that mm, it's a bit more it's a okay. bit more um but that's kind of like the roundabout of what we're going to be talking about today but before we jump in i have seen um mr teach struggle with making this drink and so i'm excited to know um what is in it but before before we get to that, how have you been? Because I think we've both been in struggle land for, um, you know, the past, I don't know, six years? <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, maybe. Um, uh, let's see. I feel like we've been... Th- uh, y'all yep. should be happy we have been keeping y'all fed with podcast episodes and we are tired. Uh, I feel like we... <laughs> it's been back to back to back. So I don't even know what the last... I know what the last episode, but I don't know what the last official episode. Have we had an episode? since the game night did we talk about that yeah we did when the that was the long distance one the first one and we, the long distance one came after the game night uh-huh, yes because mm-hmm. we anyway then we so. had an impromptu great table <laughs> <laughs> not red. Don't get confused with Jada, my baby. Right, we just laugh at people. <laughs> Anywho, that was we... <laughs> unnecessary. See, God made me cough after I said that. Anyway, how am I? I'm doing better. I had therapy this week, so I finally dumped it on my therapist instead of you, <laughs> as well as you listeners. Um, so I'm doing great, actually. I I feel like life for me is stabilizing, which about oh, fucking time. Cause it's been a little it's been a long <laughs> long, time long time coming. Um yes, that has been great. I feel like a lot of the a lot of the stressors that I have been dealing with for the past months, because it's been kind of consistent, I just like literally offloaded them all at the same time, which we kind of touched on in the the last episode, but like reunion shit mm, dead for me. 
um, relationship shit mm, dead for me. I'm not dead. That's dead. just so permanent. I'm dead. I would be single forever. I'm saying it now. Goodbye. Um, and then also I was waiting for forever to hear about this promotion and finally found out I got it. So that's helped. So and, alive. Uh, yep. That's mm-hmm. not dead. That's mm-hmm. alive. Very much so alive. So that is, that's been exciting. A lot of the uncertainty surrounding a lot of things have been certain Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use. I'm gonna Sir, coin that one. Ten, so yes, yeah, so and I feel like I can just start moving forward. Like we're getting. He can breathe again. Huh? Breathe again. Breathe. I'm not gonna keep saying. Oh my god, I'm acting like you. Um. <laughs> yes. So things have been good. I finally feel like you know moving forward and all that stuff because we're getting down to the crunch time. We have officially two months. The nitty gritty. Actually, less than two months because you know the thirty first. Is there thirty one days in June? In May. Okay. Yep. You said and it right. And then we're June. yeah. We're moving on out of here. Yeah. And so now I can finally start apartment hunting and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So things are things are feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then last night at Crawfish yes. with Paris, who we hadn't seen her shit since the damn gang night episode. That was the last time I saw her too. Yeah, me too. And so catching up with her has been fun. She moved into her house, which we got to see, which was really nice. Boss Bay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, for me, things have been going good. Spending time with friends mm-hmm. and chilling around the ring. Yeah. And what? Chilling around the ring. Not children. Chilling. Chilling. Sorry, y'all. I am literally exhausted. We've been sitting at this table for a very long time. A very long time today. Um, Why? Why is that? Um, should, well, We've been planning things, so stay tuned for our fatura. Mm. because things will be looking up but enough about me and my exhaustion (laughs) (laughs) how are you my friend i am making it okay Um, did we switch no i mean i've been okay for the most part i think i've just been kind of like in a funk and i need like a reset reset you know i always give myself like slight resets Mm -hmm. but i need a hard reset and Mm -hmm. we've talked about this but your iphone both of the buttons and just wait literally like turn it off and maybe give it a good five minutes before i turn it back on sorry to you android users who don't know Mm, but green bubbles Anywho. Creep. <laughs> oh, in text the text messages. messages. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to this month, actually, because, you know, we've talked about how I'm about to give myself a major reset. Mm-hmm. So let's major reset May. Okay. Oh, um, that's that's um, a letter that starts yeah. with them. Yep. Yep. It yep. is. And what I mean by that <laughs> is I need to just like detox my body. Um, and I feel like this week in particular, I have switched roles with the lovely TJ and I have been buying food every day. I literally bought Wingstop three times this week. She did. Three today, times. Today was one of the I just don't understand. I I do not. I also bought it today. But <laughs> <laughs> I just need a reset. I need to get like back in gear. Um, as TJ had mentioned, like we're getting closer to the move. I'm excited, but still like, because eh, there's just so many things I need to do. But then I've been doing things little by little too. Um, I think I'm just kind of like excited for the change, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like, like you're more, uh, you've already started preparing. I feel like, like you've been, what, not Marie Kondo and uh, home, home editing, editing. <laughs> yo shit and I'm like but 
I feel like I have more. Actually, I don't know. I was about to say, I feel like I have more stuff than you, but I don't know. Either. Um, Not now, because you boxed it all up. Literally, I have. Um, But I've I've given away a lot of things, too. Well, in my car, riding around with me until I hand them off to the place that I'm going to give them away to. So, um, but yeah. Other than that, I feel like I've been okay. I think that... um, brighter days are coming and so that's where I'm looking forward to May because I'm about to be strict now I might be a B-I-T-C-H mm-hmm. but so if y'all don't get an episode like May you know <laughs> I think it is going to be necessary <laughs> for me to just kind of like recenter with mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. That's um, fair. which kind of we'll talk more about in today's little topic um, mm. oh yes this is a good segue but before we start on our topic for today I want to just kind of catch up on our last two episodes because mm-hmm. like we mentioned earlier not last but the one before last was an actual episode and then the last one was an improv to great table talk and i like how you said great table talk because we actually do, do have, have a great, great table, table. It, no it literally that, that's why it was called that i mean i, I said we should name the podcast great table talk but now we're about to move so we're gonna be at this same table i know but it could have been like we started it from here right mm-hmm. right but uh-huh. <laughs> now that you are i don't want to say sober <laughs> I am very sober today which is why I'm like I need liquor for that yeah. I feel like this episode is going to be interesting if I'm not well so I, I feel like last episode the Great Table Talk was definitely like an impromptu much needed much like fun just with mm-hmm. being able it was it was very gringos S. yes where got, we used to have to the yeah the root, root. Of our, you know, mm-hmm, the beginnings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was very nice. Um, but I feel like I do need to catch up with you about content that was said. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. And so. Okay. Now um, that we are in a different mindset. Uh, what thoughts? In the words of Beyonce, now that it's over, <laughs> stop calling me. Come pick up your clothes. No, that is but the way you kept on saying now that no, that's the first thing that popped in my head no uh, there's no new developments in that situation everything has been copacetically silent thank how are you how am I let's see struggling I'm mentally good. oh you don't watch TikTok like the, little boy, <laughs> the little boy when the reporter was asking him are you okay he's like yeah <laughs> Starts wiping his eyes. No, I, I, I honestly still don't feel like it's any, uh, any of it's hit me. Mm-hmm. Like um, we went and talked. Damn, we went to Gringos this week too. Uh, when we went to talk at Gringos, I was just like so much, so much has been just happening at one time that I've just kind of like, I guess my feelings are so numb to mm-hmm. a lot of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, it hasn't hit me. I'm just like, I'm just being chill, 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 chilling. See, see, see. <laughs> I'm chilling over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. So that's with that. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Now, I do have some stuff that we can go back to the Great Table Talk episode since, you know, oh, seems to be a point of contingency. Um, but then going back to our long distance one, which, you know what? I also feel like that has been a, a change, too, because we... That who the last official episode <laughs> was a was a moment for us, if you will. It was, a, it was a very interesting time, and I feel like that maybe that's another reason why things have been looking up too because we had our we we're back on stable ground. 
I think so. Explain. After our lovely conversation that we had, because Natalie thought I hated her for like 2.5 seconds and I was avoiding her. Uh, I, no, no. Let me not say that. I don't want you to think I just said that I was avoiding her. She thought I was avoiding her mm-hmm. in conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, See, this is where TJ likes to give tidbits of oh, the situation oh, okay. and not the whole situation. But basically, he is shedding light onto things that I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the listeners didn't even pick up on. Well, you said it last um, time. But you said it on the Great Table, the great table Talk. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that to say, no, I didn't think that I that he was avoiding me. That's not. I would never. Although I have ignored her. I was about to say, yes, you have. You what? I have ignored a roommate that I've lived with for multiple months. Um, Sorry if you're listening to this, but you know what you did, Heidi. (laughs) You know what you you did. Exactly. Anyway, back to long distance, (laughs) the longest episode. So we we posed the question of, like, have people been in long distance relationship? And so we kind of went down the rabbit hole of then asking some of the respondents, like, what their experiences were. One of our listeners, who we, we're, we're trying to develop a name for our listeners. Um, Let us know if you have any suggestions. Right, mm-hmm. we're trying to we're trying to coin y'all. Um, anyway, one of them uh, specifically asked what was their experience, and um, the response was it didn't last very long. Um, it only because they only got to see each other like once or twice a month, and with this person being in the military, obviously mm-hmm. scheduling and stuff like that. And I feel like that was a layer that we didn't think about is like when, well, I guess kind of because that's a job, yeah. But it's still you're kind of on a base, and there's not much you can do. And when you do get to get off, it's like what a day or two, yeah. And you have to be back by a curfew, so it's so many restrict restrictions involved so i see that being difficult um and then someone else had a completely different experience um in saying that it wasn't that bad being in the long distance and i don't actually remember what their reasoning was for not staying hmm interesting anyway yes and then last one which worked which uh, was one of our old classmates said this that her and her now husband did long distance long distance Distance? Long distance. Oh. I'm just saying I was speaking incorrectly. Oh, okay. You didn't pick on that. You just... Right. <laughs> they did it a, a couple times throughout the relationship. So this isn't just a one where they've been together and then had to do distance uh, and got back together. And then because of their because jobs and school. Stuff. Oh. School, I'm assuming. So uh, they said for one semester, their partner was in undergrad and had to move to Boston while they were in New York. So for a half a year... Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe I read that wrong. Oh, their partner moved to Boston, and then she was in Miami for a whole year, for a half a year. And then for a year, one was in New York for law school while their partner was in California. And then for another semester, California, y'all are literally. Wait, it gets better. Then another semester, she was in China and he was in New York. (laughs) So we've seen people make it work. And what they said, what she said worked for them was just having a plan on when to see each other. So prioritizing that time Mm -hmm. is definitely, that's kind of been the consensus. And I think we also did speak on that. Yeah. It's just prioritizing Prioritization isn't, um, the same amongst both parties. Ah, That's you when you issues, experience those, yeah. some mm. some difficulties and some concerning um, <laughs> situations. Yes. But, mm, so that's all I've seen on the distance one. Mm-hmm. Um, great table talk. I don't think I, I really posed any questions on social media in regards to it because it was just kind of off the fly. Yeah, and, you know, a very like I said, a very. Um, it's a vulnerable place for me. I don't do those things. Yes. I'm putting my vulnerability voice on. Do you see this vulnerability voice? This is it right here. Anywho. <laughs> 
I can't be serious. Now that we've wrapped up and caught y'all up with just last episodes and whatnot, be sure to check them out if you haven't already. And mm-hmm. now. Because there's a lot of them. Let's get mm-hmm. into this drink that's sitting in front of me, which I think TJ prepared two different drinks for me. I did. Because he knows that I don't like a certain um, ingredient in one of them. Mm-hmm. So I have two. It's love. And I'm going to let him explain what these are. Yes. So I have lovingly titled these <laughs> drinks and I was going to come up with two separate names for them since they are two separate but I'm not uh, the energy you know life um, so this is going to be called the don't hurt yourself um, <laughs> don't push me cause I'm no it's actually called that because that's a song off of Beyonce's Lemonade album and oh. all of these drinks do have a nice lemonade component so the first drink which is the one that I will be drinking tonight so for all you bourbon and whiskey drinkers this will be for you so it is just Oh, I'm not actually going to say what's in it. I'm going to let you look at the post that we make about it. <laughs> um, so, yes, mine, it's they're the same ingredients. But uh, for mine, I used bourbon. I used Jack Daniels. And then for Natalie's, she we used a rum. So, But I have a But she does have a taste, taste of the bourbon once she can see. But she's not a bourbon girl. So mm. I have to be cognizant of that. Not a bourbon girl. At all. She's not a dark liquor drinker mm-hmm. at all. So bourbon's gone. Except you do like peach crown and Sprite. Isn't that what you said? No, I don't like it. Jacoby oh, likes oh it. you said you liked it too. No, I used to drink Crown Apple Sprite and app, uh, ah, okay. orange juice, and then I got sick oh, multiple times. Okay. So, so that's we're why not. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But on that note, Natalie, going to give yours a try. Okay, I should, I, should I do the original one or should I? I would say try the bourbon one first. That way, you, you could just wash the taste out of your mouth for the rest of the thing. Okay. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, you're a bourbon. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was good. It's kind of melty now. It smells good. It smells like lemonade. Oh, it is tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Yeah, it tastes good. I, I know. I, I, I guess the the, uh, the concentrate is finally unconcentrated. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad. It's very mm-hmm. tough. Oh, that's chill. But I taste the I taste the whiskey. Mm-hmm. That's good though. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. You're as smooth. Okay, let me taste the mm-hmm. coconut rummy one. I know. I didn't realize that it was coconut until after I tried it. I was like, hmm, she might not like that. She don't like coconut like that. Nope, I like that one, too. Oh, okay. That's tasty. Okay. There we go. And I was like, you know, it's getting hot outside, something nice and chill. Yeah, that's good. So, yes. So, be sure to check out our social media pages for these lovely recipes for when you're sitting out on a hot day. Memorial Day is coming up in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. So, be a nice time of shit in the backyard. Barbecue, some stuff, Jed. I mean, the texting is coming out. All right. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop talking like that. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a quick break and then I, we will be back. Excuse me. I was supposed to say, is it just you returning? It is. Well, I'm going to come back and give Natalie the wheel so she can drive this topic straight to hell. this wheel to the lovely Natalie. So take it it away. Yes. Today's episode, like I mentioned earlier. (laughs) 
I mean, <laughs> it's brought to you by Wingstop because we're talking about fluctuating weight as I just <laughs> ate two wings. You got two in that quick time? Mm-hmm. Two crunches. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. A dip and a crunch into the ranch and then um, a crunch of, yeah. So, oh. but anyhow. Okay. But <laughs> we're talking about fluctuating weight. And let me elaborate on that a bit mm-hmm. more. What I mean by fluctuating weight is I mean by all things related to weight, as in what that means to gain weight, lose weight in a black community, um, what it means to gain weight, lose weight, and how it affects your mental health, emotional health, um, maybe some of the influences affected to gaining and losing weight, such as like societal pressure or just like mm. anxiety or just like anything in that regards. Um, so, but basically, I just want to kind of talk about all things in regards to weight and how it affects a lot of other things in your life. And I guess kind of my mindset for this was um, kind of looking at the span of just high school to when you were living in your parents' house and to now, um, and just like all the factors that are affecting different things. But I do have some subtopics. And like I said, I wanted to touch on those. But... Before we start with that, just kind of like an overall gist of it, let me pose the question to you. Ooh, question. Mm-hmm. I might need another shot. When <laughs> I guess, what does weight like mean to you? And what I mean by weight is just kind of like obviously your physical like mm-hmm. amount on the scale mm-hmm. and then just kind of like physical appearance appearance yeah and so like what what does that mean to you what does it mean to me like importance mm-hmm. um or does it just even affect you at all yes mm-hmm. it definitely yeah. does <laughs> there we go i will say it is important to me however i do which I'm sure we're going to touch on this. I'm not sure why it is important to me. I feel like my, mm. it's almost more important to me because of society's views mm. of it. Not necessarily. It's a conditioned response. Mm. <laughs> Did I say all the right buzzwords? <laughs> no. Yes. So, but I think that's always, it's always been that way because mm-hmm. my, I mean, you've seen my parents, like my dad is super tall. Like all my dad's family is super tall. And then my mom's family is super not <laughs> tall. And so I'm like literally in the middle. So it's like, I'm the short one, short and stout one of my dad's family. But then in my mom's, I'm the tall and not. So I'm like, mm, the tall and not. Exactly. <laughs> so you get the, the best of both worlds. Okay. My <laughs> Um, so yes, I guess that's my roundabout answer of saying how important it is to me. Okay. Fun jazz. That's fair. And I think you said it best. It does bring up a, another subtopic as to why is it, it is important mm-hmm. to you. Um, but yeah, I would agree. I think obviously, you know, it's very important to me um, mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. Um, Multitudinal. Uh, literally. And I was just laughing with TJ earlier before we started this podcast because I was looking on social media with about to take a break from because Lord child Jesus so does that mean you get taken a break from TikTok too oh no 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 that's not TikTok brings me joy (laughs) (laughs) okay Instagram Facebook does not so this this is where it becomes then you need to cultivate a feed on those platforms that bring you joy 
uh-uh. it's okay because then that opens the realm for feedback from other people and I don't want it which I can turn comments off I about to say do you know how much I be I will still follow people and what do I do to their pages mute yo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... if I don't want to see it it doesn't but I also don't want to hurt people's feelings this is the not the topic that we're exist. going through for this topic so I'll give it back to you sorry <laughs> Anywho's, I was looking on social media and Justin LaBoy, which I feel like he's kind of like my he's a cancer. My TikTok of mm-hmm. like this platform because it's just funny to like watch his stuff or to look at like what he posts. But this one was very fitting to what we were talking about. And <laughs> I think the one you read earlier. The <laughs> statement reads open quotation, you're getting chubby, close quotations. Will I buy food, not Coke? Sorry. (laughs) I think that is going to be my immediate response, response, immediate response um, to everybody that feels entitled to Mm -hmm. comment on the size that I am. Um, Mm -hmm. So with that being said, let's go ahead. Funny enough, I remember when I was in college, someone went on a weed diet, which is when they only ate when they smoked. My lord. Lost weight. (laughs) Lost a shit ton of weight, though. I don't know. It's. What? Oh, hell. Hold on, (laughs) y'all. We're going to take a break real quick because Bella brought in a snake. My lord. Yeah, I think it's a worm. It's a snake. It's definitely a snake. snake. Yeah, it probably is. But we'll be back. You know? Um, Hopefully, Natalie will be back. I can't. I don't know what kind of snake this is. I'm going to sit here. Um, Bella, bring it outside. Get the broom. Actually, we're gonna keep recording. I wanna I want y'all to hear this. This is actually the most excitement I've had in a very long time. <laughs> where is at? She don't know where it's at either. And this is why we don't leave our doors open. Um, She's this, been doing so good. She had been doing so well. Oh, it's a it's a it's a lizard. Oh, it's a I don't know what the fuck that is. Hey mom, um, your daughter. See, I make these jokes all the time that Natalie is the man of the house because she takes care of all the animal and infestations we have here. If there's a spider, she kills it. I it. Lizards. Y'all hear her? I I just sit here and let her kind of do her thing. Hopefully this isn't a prolonged um, experience. It might be, because I see it. Oh, Oh, it's over here. Okay, and just to give you a commentary on this, so Natalie has a broom. Um, it is behind her TV stand, and the culprit of bringing said animal in here, Bella, has decided to just go back outside and act like nothing's fucking happening. Oh my god, I broke his tail, and he's just going. Natalie's broke its tail. Um, but I'm going, we're going to take a break here because, you know, don't want this episode to be three hours long because this might be a process. So you guys can refresh your drinks and we'll be back. Unfortunately, <laughs> the lizard snake thing is not 
Um, the, however, it has not been found either. The, the tail has been found. The tail was found. The rest of them, not so much. So RIP, little homie, um, you weren't wanted anyway. <laughs> now back to you, Natalie. <laughs> See what happens when I give that? I told you, I told you I was giving Natalie the wheel and she was going to drive this topic to hell. And look, five seconds in and a damn, that's an omen. That's what happens when you are a parent. This is why I of don't a want child. children. Um, anywho, mm-hmm. as we were talking about before, I quickly got interrupted by my baby. Steve Irwin over here. Um, so we were talking about everything weight fluctuating, the importance that it has on both of us, just some of the things that are influential in the importance, but we're going to dive into it a bit more. I left you guys with that lovely <laughs> Justin LaBoy. Is that how you say it? Justin LaBoy or Justin LA Boy? I think LaBoy. Justin LaBoy. the Boy. I've yeah. always heard LaBoy. So, so don't follow that boy. Right. <laughs> but basically, I found a little chuckle in it because it was like people feel the need to always comment on your weight. And I feel like that is a lot for me um, just because I feel like that is the only thing people ever comment on. Mm-hmm. Which, Send me your education. Uh, what you look like. Literally. Mm-hmm. But opening that door just to talk about this topic a bit more deeper, I wanted to for sure just talk about weight and its relation like no it's weight in the relation it has amongst black families and Mm -hmm. so you kind of hinted to it a bit earlier with um talking about just kind of like the importance of weight and how is it like how it's I guess gotten to that point or whatever mm-hmm. you said like societal and I imagine obviously your family is a part of your environment society mm-hmm. all that good stuff so let's dive in more as to what weight and the relation it has amongst black families what does that look like for you so lead the way <laughs> okay um I will say that on a level it's only the only I don't know if criticism is the word or the only commentary I've ever gotten throughout my life in relations to weight has always come from my dad. Um, okay. My mom was never because my mom was always thicker. We'll go with now she's lost a shit ton of weight. She is thick and heavy like shit. Come a little mom, let me rub up on the bed. Someone just delete her TikTok. Like, yeah, because your mom is a very tiny. Yeah, so I was like five three, Uh maybe four at the most, and then my dad is six three. So again, it comes from the different. My dad comes from a long line of tall and skinny men. Yeah. Or in general, because my my grandmother, his mom, is very tall and for a woman. Uh Yeah, sure. But then stepmom also tall for a woman, and she used to be, but she lost a lot of weight. But so all the commentary that has ever come has come from that side of my family. Um, my mom has always just kind of been like, well, my mom's always been very heavy into like working out in some capacity. Like I remember her back when I was little, going to World's Gym mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or going to the, um, is it the wellness center? Is mm-hmm. that what you're Like mm-hmm. doing stuff like that and taking classes and stuff like that. So she's always kind of prioritized it. But I also, 
She no, never really could lose weight until after she had her surgery, which is why I think so she had thyroid surgery. She had no lap band. But um, so I think hers was always a medical thing because of her thyroid that also affects your weight. Right. So, which I have the same thing, which hmm, never actually thought of that until now. Um, <laughs> right. But so, yeah, all the criticisms I've gotten is from that side of the family, which is ironic to me because the majority of the people on that side of my family, like my dad's side of the family, are very much so obese. Um, like very much so. And not even, not his side of the family, but my stepmoms. Uh, and so I, I find that ironic that she, like throughout all my life, that was always a thing. And then you marry into that. Well, so what were like the cr- criticisms? Like what, what were Just they? always needing to lose weight. Or stuff like that, and for, like they uh, would just say right out, mm, like say that. That would, yeah. But then also, it's like a majority of my life I was in sports, so mm. I've always had some kind of physical activity. So it's never been, despite the weight, I've never been unhealthy. Yeah. Like I'm not out of shape. Like I can still go and run two miles and stuff like that. It's just physical opinion. You better than me. Oh, I'm saying, did the snake come back? No. <laughs> she no, looked she, at me. She laying down. <laughs> oh, um, not, not now. I'm talking about back then when I was in sports heavy. Mm-hmm. Like I could still keep up with the rest of the people. And so that's why I think for me, it was like, I'm keeping up with all the, and right. I'm pretty sure then a majority of the reason for the extra right was the food I was eating and they fucking cooked it. Yep. So like, yep. what? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so that's been that, that, and I think that has skewed my perception now as an adult mm-hmm. because of my childhood. And I think, I don't know if, if I've ever had this conversation with them or if I've just heard them, but a lot of the time my dad used food Whenever my parents were getting a divorce, as like a uh, trying to make everything like okay an incentive with me. type of yeah, like, okay, it's like we'll go like uh, my parents used to switch a week in a week. So on Fridays, he would take me to McDonald's. That mm-hmm. was our breakfast. We would do that before he dropped me off, or we would cook and then he would ice cream when anything was. So it's like those. Excuse me, always came from him, which is ironic. I don't know what she just did. Ironic that it was always comments from him. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. You're just making me dislike. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop. But no, I would agree. I feel like you touched on a, a few things that I wanted to mention just like within the black community. I feel like for sure, just being a black individual, whether you lose weight or gain weight is an issue. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a female, it's a bit hard because it's like, okay, so just like within the black culture, you technically are not supposed to look different from when you graduated high school 10 years down the line. How is that realistically possible? I don't know. Right. But basically, if you look any different from when you graduated high school, you're going to get a comment. Um, that's what from I think. family for saying? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, you're going to get a comment like, oh, well, you show is um, comfortable. Say, <laughs> from the color purple. <laughs> but it's like, you, you, you've been eating. Mm-hmm. Or it's the opposite, too. Like, you looking a bit sick. Like what's what's going on? Which was funny that she said last night with Paris. Literally she it about her. Go, she went on an Oreo diet. An Oreo what she diet. said because her grandmother's. What did she say? She looked like a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't get that because they're really muscular. Yeah, I guess like firm maybe. Oh, well, she was a cheerleader, so maybe yeah. that's what it was. She was working out consistently. But that's the, that's the thing. I feel like. 
what it comes down is to the nitty gritty is like black family members will comment on your physical appearance mm-hmm. instead of commenting on what may be affecting it. And so most of the time it's them. Exactly. Most of the time it's them, but most of the time, obviously it's influenced by something. Stress. And so it's just like, instead of opening the door for like, like, hey, is everything all right? Or what's been going on? Mm-hmm. It's, oh, you sh- you're looking a bit different. <laughs> now, how am I supposed to accept Take that? that? Right, because like, then now I'm not about to answer any questions. I'm saying that I'm gonna be sorry. I'm gonna just be like, hey, fuck mm. you. Do you? <laughs> In my head, I'm like, mm. <sighs> but I say that to say. Also, too, within the black culture, like growing up and even to this day, even if you are outside of this race and you go into a function, a family function of the black community, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't leave a function without a to go plate. Mm -hmm. So it's like Mm -hmm. and if you try to leave without a to go plate, it's like you don't want to take none. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. And like especially sweets, too. It's like you don't want to you don't want to take them this cake. No, I'm good. The peach cobbler. You sure you don't want to take that? No, I'm good. Well, I'm going to pack you three servings of it. And you live by yourself. Just Okay. Well, um, now my mind is I'm going to have to eat this all in one day because I don't want this in my house. Because I don't want to throw it away. Because (laughs) what did the black community instill in you, too? They're They're starving starving kids in Africa. Africa. Which is what has been my response to that lately. My Lord. What me getting fat I got to do with them kids? Sorry. (laughs) But it literally (laughs) is true. It's just like, and I think these um, just kind of like, uh, what are they called? They called euphemisms? Yeah, euphemisms have been so instilled or ingrained Mm -hmm. in like the culture Mm -hmm. that they don't understand to the extent how it influences how people view weight and like Mm -hmm. their physical health and like what that means to them. And so it's just kind of like, you're damned if you do. You, I was just about to say, you can't win and you can't lose mm-hmm. because either you stay at the same weight that you've been since you came out your mama's vagina or... Seven pounds, eight pounds. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's eight pounds. Oh, really? Okay. Um, or you are just, you know, subject to multiple unwarranted comments that mm-hmm. you just, you know, have to just like endure. And I always find it funny that... A majority of the people, and I'm not going to say a majority, but like you said, it's typically when there is a change Mm -hmm. in your weight that is commented. Meanwhile, that person is still just big as hell that's making these comments nine times out of ten. But but it's like it's but they stayed the same because it's exactly it's consistent. They stayed the same. It's consistent, and it's a change in either direction. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like and I think a lot of that is projection. Oh, absolutely. On their part. And I think that's something that as I've gotten older in those situations, it's just like, okay. Um, is you're literally just either you you're trying to gain or lose and it ain't happening for you, and then you see these changes in other people and you just like, oh almost like jealousy. It's like, oh well yeah. they can make a change, but I can't. And that's probably not in every situation. Some of it honestly could be care. Mm-hmm. You know, like they care is like if you're you could look sickly if you've lost a lot of weight, or you could look you know, unhealthy if you, but it's also, it's the approach. But I was just about to say, sometimes the care is masked by like the approach and it's not so great. Cause it's so, like, instead of just being, a, it's very indirect. A and it's like, almost like trying to be, 
trying to shame you or make it like a moment in front of family like mm-hmm. oh look at that. like make it a joke and it's like if you care why can't you be like hey is everything right? mm-hmm. like in like off to the side because it, obviously there's gonna be sometimes you know we could be in the kitchen fixing a plate and you'd be like I don't know if you eat a lot more like everything. It don't have to be this performative thing in front of everybody to get a joke. Right. Because why? Why? Because I'm going to look at you and I'm going to put that extra scoop on my motherfucking plate. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm going to scared. walk away and say, enjoy your shit. Oh, see? Yeah. And I think, but this is also coming from someone who don't be giving a fucking family functions anymore. So I've just kind of got, or, or don't go to family functions. And that's what I was going to say. <laughs> or you can have the opposite approach and just not go. And it's like. Guilty of both. Uh, exactly and mm-hmm. I think there was a time where I was guilty of that like just recluse from everything mm-hmm. and it's just like you know I was again I feel like I haven't said his name in a while but I literally to- said this episode <laughs> I forgot why when you said it <laughs> Can we just call him that boy? I was talking to that nigga. There we go. Uh, Jesus. I was talking to Jacoby earlier. And and like we, I wanted him to be like honest with me because obviously honesty is the best policy. Cool, 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 cool. But I posed this question because I already knew the answer, but I wanted to like really see because I do feel like, I mean, aside from you, Jacoby holds me accountable in a lot of things and like he knows like the real real because I don't really talk about the real real with everybody um and I was like what is like my biggest flaw in that sense and I just You're I just I just made a general question <laughs> because I already knew in my head what was going to be said and I wanted to open that door for that but basically it was just like a conversation about weight and before y'all come for his throat it's not like oh you need to lose weight he's making these comments based off of what he knows how like I feel and what Mm -hmm. I say and how I like act because like he made um uh I guess a pretty like truthful comment in regards to like you could tell when you're not comfortable in your skin because everything changes he was like the pictures that you post change it's not full body shots it's just like face Mm -hmm. and And just like your like jokingness kind of like shifts and he was just like you don't want to go as many places I don't want to go anywhere Mm -hmm. the 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 clothes that you wear shifts and he was like I know that there are specific factors that get in the way of you being able to get a consistent routine and obviously we were talking about that like obviously it's going to change because change is coming Mm -hmm. Um, but as of late there have been a lot of factors that get in the way of me being able to do what I used to do just to kind of stay on top of it but when there is a shift it just like domino effects to like every shift mm-hmm. is now multiplied and I'm just going to sit here. And so that's, I guess, the question I'll pose to you. I'll comment and then pose the question. I 1000% agree with him, mm-hmm. which is very few and far. But I agree that your whole, your, and this could be just a woman thing too. Obviously, I don't know that perspective of things, but your emphasis on weight, like your idea of weight and fitness kind of consumes your life. Absolutely. And so everything, if you don't, which I mean, obviously if you don't feel good, it changes everything anyway. But I feel like at times to your, it's like, it's all consuming and I become dead inside. Literally. She decays. So I guess the question I will pose to you is, is what, where did that come from? Because from me, and granted, obviously I've known you 
not as close as now, but still known you mm-hmm. like in high school whenever you were a twig and a thick twig. <laughs> <laughs> a bottom heavy twig, if you will. <laughs> um, a bottom heavy. But, and I saw the confidence that you had then. Mm-hmm. But even in those moments, I still felt like you weren't secure mm-hmm. within. So where, what... Where did that develop from for you? What would you say influenced your idea and your perception of Wade? I feel like, and Jacoby kind of confirmed this for me by saying, like, identifying that as my flaw. And But now that I think about it, and I have been thinking about this, I feel like that is the only thing people ever have to say about me. And I I guess I should be grateful because it's just like, (laughs) you can literally say nothing else about me. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I pride myself. I don't. Because they don't know you. Well, yes, they don't know me. Exactly. They don't know me. But even the people who do know me, I feel like, I mean, I I try to be a good person, but being good is very subjective. But, you know, (laughs) I try to be a good person. I try to like, consistently just keep growing and learning and like so I feel like in all other aspects of my life like career wise I'm doing good mm. I would like to say I'm smart I have like you know Shy. you know <laughs> degrees or whatever the case may be like I'm good in so many other aspects that literally and like physically wise I'm pretty like it's not that like uh, so you agree <laughs> 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 I hate talking about this because it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, you're just crumbing yourself mm-hmm. up. Yo, but I two more sentences from crying. I literally <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, okay, eyes are sparkling. Um, see, pretty. But see, but this is what you do, <laughs> and this is why I don't like talking mm-hmm. about this because it's just like people assume, mm-hmm. and but it's not like no. Um, but I feel like that's what people always comment on for me like they don't have anything else and a little tidbit like even people who don't know me and don't like me that is the only thing that they come for because that's the only thing they can that is the only yeah and, and so, not even in the sense of they they're justified in saying they're saying it because what else can they what say? else and, that, and that's just it and so i used to be very hurt by it because i was like god jesus i need to work out but and i'll talk about that too but then as i've gotten older i'm like that is literally the only thing that people can say about me. Like, oh, she's and getting weight. And that's not a flaw. And I mean, it's not a flaw, but for me, as much as I value like health and mm-hmm. just like, I do enjoy working out and I do enjoy like being active because I feel better, like overall. So I think it's more so of a flaw because I know I could be doing better. Um, and I'm just kind because of like letting of what? excuses. What do you, when you say you could be doing better in as far as consistency? Yes, because I let changes like take the wheel as opposed to like adjusting to the change so like oh for instance me getting rid of orange theory that was a huge shift and it's just like I was trying to find things that would kind of amount to it but it really wasn't working I think orange theory is your first love (laughs) first and only true right sorry that nigga Uh. sorry my mom's calling me Um, but I think that for me is just kind of like where the I guess unhealthy relationship with physical appearance Mm -hmm. developed and how it's influenced so much of me because I literally just have heard that all my life. Did you get that as a kid? I feel like I've never, and that's, I've never asked that. Did you have, I've seen photos of you as a kid and I feel like you were a tiny child. 
did you have any? Not really, but like you said, I was just always like thick. And, I, and for me, and I was telling Jacoby about this too, and, and Kel, so. Team Mom. Team Mom, Kel, has a new podcast, Barely Famous. Mm-hmm. And so this recent episode she had with Jessica, I think her name's Battle. Um <laughs> Jessica Battle and they were just like talking about all things like you know women comfortable in their own skin and Mm -hmm. the like whatever the case may be and both of them said the same thing and I thought I was crazy for so long but there's a difference between just like being short and bigger short and stout and being tall and bigger Mm -hmm. because you feel like a giant Mm -hmm. and so and they literally said that on that podcast and I was like that's exactly what I feel Mm -hmm. and so we're gonna go back to and I remember this day Mm -hmm. um, we we were in high school and we were at a mutual friends um, I don't think you were there you told me the story though a mutual friends house and we were swimming in the pool and that mutual friend was talking to somebody at the time Ah, and we were playing what is the game like you get on I don't chicken chicken yeah like when you you get on somebody else's shoulders yeah Mm -hmm. and so I mean we had like an uneven group or whatever the case may be but so but basically like each girl was on a guy's shoulder and mm-hmm. I had a girl on my shoulder and so because we uneven right mm-hmm. and I don't know what happened but basically well, probably y'all won <laughs> I, probably <laughs> but the guy like made a comment to the extent like I was like a giant or something and I was literally I'm t- I was tiny and I was just like okay but as I've gotten older I realized like this is little man syndrome mm-hmm. this is you trying You're to account for not being not being where you want to be mm-hmm. and so you're putting other people down and I will say like now baby Megan the Stallion <laughs> is where it's at and when I see her because I'm just like she is beautiful she's tall she's mm-hmm. thick and she's living life but still people are trying to bring her down too and I think that's just say anything it because is, like you said right. if they can't find anything to say they're, they're the going, first thing they can go at is your is that, but it's just like right I mean yes like um, average size wise taller girls are kind of like abnormal or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be but you know what I'm, I'm loving my tallness as I've gotten older like I really do but I, I do think that I am comfortable in my skin when I am I wouldn't say smaller but when I'm fitter because I, I mm-hmm. know where I can be okay because to, okay 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 that's fair so, but that that was kind of a long spill for yes, basically but, I mean, saying where like that stems from. You felt crazy and you heard them say that. Literally, That's kind of the point of our podcast. Is I did. Think, oh, I really shit, felt crazy I when they do. said that. I was like, that makes mm-hmm. sense because I've been trying to like I've been having that thought, but just not like put it to words. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of, I think just kind of a good segue to just to kind of how. 
physical health goes into mental health and emotional health and like how it just feeds off of one another. Um, I know TJ said earlier that we went out with a friend last night Mm -hmm. for crawfish, delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were talking about weight and just kind of all the things that are influencing it and like stress and just kind of like your environment. Um, And I had mentioned something, something, something (laughs) to Paris as well as TJ, but I think I said this to you before, but like how sometimes when your environment is out of your control Mm -hmm. that you easily go to food Mm -hmm. to try to control like so when when you feel like things are out of your control you try to grasp onto anything that is in your control and so for a lot of people in the United States of America it is food because it's easily manipulated and you're Mm -hmm. able to just like you have a lot of control over that, even if you're not living by yourself or whatever. Because you can control, I'm not going to eat, and that's yeah, my choice. You have I'm a going lot. to eat this Big Mac and 17 fries. Literally. And so we were talking about how that happens and just kind of how that obviously influences weight fluctuation. Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I feel like I said that last night. I, I think I did. I'm definitely an emotional eater. Yeah. Like one million thousand percent. Because, like you said, it's the thing you can control. And then, I, again, going back to being when I was younger and then my dad using that mm-hmm. then as like a thing, I think that's just always stuck with me. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm stressed out, I eat or the real one is I'll drink. <laughs> and so obviously drinks have a shit ton of sugar and yeah. carbs and stuff like that. So then that influences it. But then... So it's like you're stressed or you're depressed. So you eat to fill the void of something. Yet all that does is add weight. And so then that adds to the depression. And it's a never ending cycle, you it's guys. It's a cycle of BS. Hmm. And I don't, yeah. I feel like that influences a lot of things, which is why tying this in, I don't know where where else you were going to go into mental health is you have to start in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Because that cycle is going to keep on repeating if you keep on thinking. And this is just me speaking personally. Like if you continue to think negatively of yourself in any way, shape, or form, whatever that flaw Mm -hmm. is that you think you have, like it's going to keep on repeating the cycle of tearing yourself down, using some vice to build yourself up, which could be food or it could be liquor. And then that's going to have an adverse effect on your health. Right. And then that's going to st- <laughs> Like it feels good in the moment, but what, then what the after What did Lisa from say? A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly right. I mean, I feel like I'm similar, but not because I'm not necessarily an emotional eater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this has changed over time with me just being able to eat healthier and make better like swaps. I honestly do feel like I'm a pretty good eater. You're disciplined. Like I'm disciplined. Discipline. And I feel like when I like I'm am more laxed on my discipline is when I drink. Mm-hmm. And so speaking of this week, like obviously I bought so much like food and it's always me making that decision to buy food after I start drinking and it's just like <laughs> oh I need to get something mm-hmm. to eat it's, all, it's the Monday the, you, it's the, like, I'll just start Monday I'll just start Monday because I messed up on Tuesday let's just let's just bring it back so you binge and then Monday comes and you're on Monday and you're like okay next Monday the first 
And then it's like, you know what? Next month I got this. And then it's next year. And then it's a complete cycle of. I'm just like, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah. Um, but that's why I kind of go back to routine is definitely important for me mm-hmm. because I don't even want to open the can of worms of drinking. Yeah, she said uh, can of worms and I thought about that snake. <laughs> she looking at something. Right, it's probably bad. It's probably- I, I, I live upstairs so we can't climb up <laughs> Um, so I'm okay. Speaking of drinking um, mm. and how that affects just kind of like the food that you Shout eat and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, but and we only say in shots because we got food right here uh, that we've been so eating on since two o'clock this, this afternoon. Yep. Um, but that kind of goes into just kind of another subtopic that's related to this is just the societal pressures mm-hmm. of just the societal pressures in your relationship with food. And so for me, what comes to mind when I think about societal pressures, it's like, okay, us being in our twenties, now late twenties, it's still the, if we're getting together, we're drinking and don't get me wrong. I love a good drink or two or three or four. Um, And that's why I've made healthy swaps there. But I will say like the kind of, drinking culture or the if we meet up we're going out to eat culture mm-hmm. is just like okay it's so much centered around food mm-hmm. or drinking and I wish or if it were centered around activities. just more activities or experiences I feel like there would be a different kind of relationship that people would develop with food um, Cause, in know, this age I range I mean and I guess that it also could be just even if we, which I, I don't know how this could happen because I don't know if I'm going to make that step, but uh, going eat at healthier places, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that's because also I think when you have groups of friends, like if it was us, I think that could happen because I think yeah. we're both but in groups of friends. Not everyone's on the same fitness health journey. So it's like, mm-hmm. OK, oh, let's go get some salads. And it's like, I don't want a fucking salad. But then again, that goes <laughs> back to and, and I'm guilty of this, too. When I think about let's go out to eat. I'm not thinking about the food. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the drinks. And so it's just like, it's most likely a not the healthiest version of food that you're Mm -hmm. gonna go to if you want the good drinks. Mm -hmm. So, but if I want to eat healthy, I'll just eat at home. Mm -hmm. But then that's not fun. Mm -mm. Cause you're the only one that just sitting there just drinking and then by that time you drunk as hell cause you ain't eating nothing. drinking they looking at you like damn bitch get your shit together and you just sitting there like I just want to have fun with my no friends right? <laughs> I love you guys <laughs> like off a white chick so you got throw up on your lip and wiping it on people great movie great movie you know that part in white chicks anyway it was after the dance battle scene when she homegirl found uh, her boyfriend cheating <laughs> um yes I do have going to society's things of I, I feel like there's always this big emphasis on women's weight or there there has always yeah been. and then i don't know what that was yeah she um it. there she found it i'm pretty sure okay well we may she'll be eat doing it oh i'm pretty sure maybe a part two coming to the saga mm-hmm. <laughs> boy. um there's always been this focus on women's health Mm -hmm. and I feel like women have and just in general women are always more vocal about their struggles with health yeah or or their weight excuse me I keep saying health but their weight 
And then it's always like anytime, or at least this has been my experience in situations with women, not you, um, where it's been situations where if a guy comments on his way or not in not liking the way that he looks, then it's to a woman, then it's like they're almost shamed for even feeling that way. What do you mean? <clears throat> like they're not for feeling that way, but for expressing it, uh, because it's always seen as a, well. Women go through this, mm-hmm. da, 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 and it's like so. I, I, I mm-hmm. you don't hear as much about guys' issues in this, and that's not to negate women's issues, but it's to add to the fact that we're both going through these things. And I'm almost 100 percent positive men do the exact same thing to women, I, or if anything, initiate the the comments about women's weight and stuff like that. But then I also feel like that could be a projection of them and how they feel about themselves yeah, as well. Yeah. So I think there's not really that space specifically, because I surely almost said specifically. Specifically. Um, those spaces where it is accepted for men, Jesus, I have the hiccup, sorry y'all, to talk about those things and again going back to being vulnerable because I feel like that is a vulnerable topic for mm-hmm. men now because one we don't talk about feelings anyway and we're always supposed to be seen as secure yeah. and you know tough and whatever that if we have these insecurities around appearance or weight or whatever like that it's seen as weak even to other men like it's like we don't talk we don't talk about Bruno <laughs> okay so to have that, I feel like that's an uh, added pressure that I feel like is very overlooked to women mm-hmm. when it comes to men. Um, that's my tidbit on the societal thing. And so I think that also perpetuates the the let's just crack jokes and talk shit because if we can't get it out, let's just make fun of everybody else. Right, shit. right. No, absolutely. That That's a good perspective because I do agree. I feel like as a whole female responses to men when they try to talk about Mm -hmm. just like weight or anything in regards to it kind of dismisses it Mm -hmm. and now further like influences them to not be as open um Mm -hmm. even though they're like internally struggling um no that i I think that is exactly right um which again how do we fix this how do we grow well be kind people i don't have the answers be kind and try not to invalidate other people's experiences. I think that's kind of, you know, where we need to start. Right. Um, create those safe spaces. Like create this one. The safe for us space. to have those conversations. Yeah. Because eventually somebody gotta break the fucking cycle. Mm-hmm. We can't be dealing with this shit for another hundred thousand years. Well, so not only does like just um daily interactions between I guess women and men influence just kind of like the talk about this topic I feel like also social media Mm -hmm. plays a huge part and I guess I can just speak on to the women side of it and especially as of late too I feel like for women social media like just holds on the pedestal this idea of what a perfect perfect body looks like Mm -hmm. 
and people are so quick to advocate like their specific workout routines or mm-hmm. things or challenges. There's cultures built around. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, now you have people believing in, okay, just do this and I can look like you, but you're not being completely honest mm-hmm. with how you got there. Because you got that BBL. Because you got that BBL. And there is nothing wrong with at that all. at all. But if you are like using your platform to say, this is how you got something and not being completely honest, and that's where I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like, okay. You're, you're, uh, per- no, no. you're perpetrating. You're, you're perpetuating unrealistic beauty standards. Unrealistic. When it comes to weight or anything, honestly, because yeah. again, you know that ain't how you got that. Exactly. Now maybe you got that and then worked out and you lost five pounds to get there, but yeah. you didn't lose that 50 from Mm-mm. just doing this. Mm-mm. And so you have people trying, you could have. You could have. But I will say uh, with the the bad side of that with social media, there has been a good side of it with social Mm -hmm. media with a lot of a lot more people coming out and like displaying their natural bodies Mm -hmm. in the sense of like their natural struggles with their. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's just like you see more women in particular, like posing and showing Mm -hmm. like how they look like when they're in the gym or whatever. But then also just relaxing, like Mm -hmm. taking a breath and showing how they look (laughs) in their actual revolutionary concept. (laughs) And so I think that's important for people to see, too. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think just the idea of beauty standards have changed over time Mm -hmm. and I feel like now we're definitely in the era of fit is beautiful which I I do agree I think healthy is beautiful but I think so many things like TJ said are like miss um, interpreting interpreting how you get to health and what health mm-hmm. actually is, mm-hmm. as opposed to just like getting there naturally. Skinny AF, why did I do that? skinny as fuck <laughs> is not necessarily healthy. No. Or even though, because sometimes the way that people go about getting to that is not healthy. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can look to the naked eye as if as if you are the fittest person ever. But there's plenty of people who are fit as hell that still have heart attacks, that still develop blood clots because of the shit that they're eating right or the supplements they're taking to get to this impossible standard because society says this is the golden standard mm-hmm. of what it is meanwhile there are people who are not skinny as hell who live very long and prosperous lives because they are healthy they're just not your or not your they're not society's view of what healthy is right and i think a good example of that is in this case the one that came up to me was lizzo I, why was I thinking about her? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know necessarily any of her health struggles. She could be unhealthy. I don't know. But people make it seem like she is the most unhealthy person in the world, yet in seeing videos, never seen her live or anything, the energy of a 10-year-old on stage <laughs> and can perform her ass off Yeah, and still sing, rap, whatever she's doing. So obviously that's breath control that lets me know she has some level of physical fitness because right. you be... <laughs> shit, I walk upstairs sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and be like, woo, boy. <laughs> exactly. And then you have this person who, to the naked eye, looks like they're just the most unhealthy person mm-hmm. ever, but can keep up in the sense of okay <laughs> shit that's scary I don't know what the fuck our fridge has been awesome other shit y'all uh-huh. that can can still do the things that smaller people do right. smaller people that seem to be the fittest and so I think that's a good an interesting outlook and perspective to have mm-hmm. or a, a interesting lens to look at this topic through yeah and I don't know again enough to bring in anything else but that in regards to it 
I'm using my, your in regards. In to regards that. to well, I was as we are navigating okay, this navigating. topic. <laughs> um, I wanted to touch on this too because this is another topic that Jacoby and I like. We don't see eye to eye in just because we're in different we come, we're in different shoes and coming from different perspectives. But we both try to understand where people are coming from. So I would like to hear from another like perspective, well, male perspective. Um, in regards to, I like to say gym anxiety. Oh, I have that too. So. I guess from my standpoint, and again, I say Jacoby because this is the only person I really have this like conversation with, but it's kind of like once I not lost Orange Theory, but once I broke up with Orange Theory, um, (laughs) it was like in Jacoby's mind, we'll just go to the gym and it's just like, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. Um, But I went through every other step possible prior to going to to the gym. Um, And I don't think he could really like grasp Mm -hmm. as to why. Um, And it's just like, I tried to explain like, it's it's not that I don't know what I'm doing. I, Mm I like to think I have good form in a lot of things. Like I know how to do a good bit of stuff. It's just the aspect of I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Other people are looking at me, which I'm pretty sure they're not not looking at me to the extent that I think. But mm-hmm. there are people looking at me, mm-hmm. though, because I know me personally, I'm looking at other people. Yes. Not in a negative way, but I'm just but like, it's just looking and it's just it's like, like and I lock eyes with people that are looking. So I know. And it's just mm-hmm. like that part as like that aspect like bothers me. <laughs> that part. As- <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that aspect. Mm-hmm. That aspect bothers me me um as well as again i know what it is that i'm doing but i like to have a plan and so awkward pauses for me to whether like look at my phone or like try to figure out what machine i'm going to next Mm -hmm. even if it's like 2.5 milliseconds i'm not doing it because i feel like okay now everybody's looking at me because they don't know like where i'm going what direction like Mm -hmm. ugh, that bothers me and i'm like okay i can't be the only person feeling like this because there are women's gyms and a lot of gyms so obviously yeah i I will i agree Mm -hmm. one million thousand percent into what you're saying and then uh giving the other side of the coin i don't know where that nigga since that's what we call him uh not perspective because it's his perspective Confidence in his gym confidence, gym, gym comp. I couldn't make but it. But he's work. always played sports, and I mean, I have two. As have I. <laughs> I mean, not to the extent that he has, though. He's, I mean, I didn't play in high school, but and he played in college too. Where? Louisiana College. Oh, uh, that, that's my first time here. I didn't even really went to the. I thought it was the LLT or Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but even I mean, but still, you had to develop it somewhere. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's been, but I literally played too. Mm-hmm. And I've gone to gym, but it still doesn't help that anxiety for me. Even like going to basketball practice all those times, just anxiety out of the fucking wazoo. Yeah. And I don't, I never, I don't know why or where it's developed from. Even now going to the gym at work, it's gotten better because mm-hmm. it's a bunch of older white people um, for the most part. But it's still, it's just like going into Planet Fitness. Even with you that mm-hmm. time, it was just like, Anxiety, and I can't tell you where it stems from, but that is something that I feel too in the sense of 
just like not wanting to do certain things because of oh people are looking or it's like what if I am doing something wrong or not knowing the approach of a person because people could honestly be just trying to help you in a kind way yeah but it's just that perception of like <laughs> yeah and I, I, think, I think it's just talking to people might be the problem <laughs> But, you know, and it's just like, you know, like I said earlier, it's not the fact that people are, I think people are looking at me or Mm -hmm. I think people are going to talk to me. It's the fact that I've seen people looking at me. Mm -hmm. People have approached me and it's just like, okay, I don't want to deal with all of that. But again, it's approaching you on a like maybe friendly not so like but it's just like i don't want to be bothered i don't want to like i don't want anything and i think too just as of late social media really definitely and i say more so uh tiktok which i don't know if you're aware but has emphasized just kind of like gym culture and what does that look like and what you should be doing in like gym um settings gym um It's not the culture, it's the gym, like how how you should interact. Etiquette? With etiquette, gym etiquette. Okay. Um, and it's just like, okay, y'all have literally opened a can of worms of things that I wasn't even thinking about. Now I'm definitely not going. <laughs> see, this is why I don't So be basically, <laughs> Jacoby and I have come to the conclusion that you he's gonna make gym. me a home gym. <laughs> and we're good because mm-hmm. I enjoy working out and I get so much like, just pleasure afterwards. I'm dying during. Right. But, but I don't how did you get the confidence to go to Orange Theory? That the one time we went literally was freaking the fuck out. Well so That's in, how I in the beginning, yes. I an anxiety attack. In the beginning <laughs> I was, but I think that goes back to kind of like like you said, like the difference between like you and Jacoby, because you were like, you play sports too. Mm. But you play sports in middle school. Jacoby's probably still felt that way, mm. but he continued on to now where he's at now he don't give two flying shits like about what people think about so I feel like if you had continued just like to push through that anxiety then then it might have be different uh, slightly but that's why I feel like I am for Orange Theory like mm-hmm. I was yes so the only time that I would go to Orange Theory is with I, when I had somebody with me mm-hmm. if it was not you it's Tiffany who I used to work mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Um, and then if nobody could go then I just wouldn't go but then there were some days where I was just like okay let me go at this time because I know not a lot of people are there and see that's where I was because even like high school working out at what gym did we go to what was that gym called help me in Beaumont help me high school exigent thank you (laughs) that gym going there I don't know if it was terrible but it was just the fact that in Beaumont just everybody was in there because it was yeah. the new popping yeah thing. so that was weird so then going into college and then using i remember i used to go every morning with faith and we would go early as fuck in the morning because it was and we would use just a little small cardio section and that was fun so it is just like the amount of people that are in there mm-hmm. i don't know like it's not even the working out portion of things but even not having someone there with me mm-hmm. like that was still, I don't know where the uncomfortability, uncomfortability, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Developed 
because during the time of playing sports, like on on team sports levels, it wasn't like there was shame mm-hmm. during like I mean, and granted we didn't like work out, work out. It was like just practice. Yeah. During that, there was never shame during those things. So I don't know where that developed. I think it's just like internal how you think that people are like looking or whatever the case may be. But um I've culture. <laughs> literally. But I feel like with with Orange Theory, like I said, I was anxious in the beginning and mm-hmm. then I just kept going. Mm-hmm. And then you and made friends with your people there. The trainers. The trainers, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I like the trainers. Um, but I think it was helpful because we were all doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it took out me having to think about what I need to do next, me having to That's pick fair. the music that I have to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over time, I got more confident in doing the exercises and just knowing the routine. Okay, and to even I got to the point where I would go to not my home gym, but to a different gym. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time because I went to the Sugarland gym right after work. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to like do something when you're new to the location. And so I was doing that at the beginning and then I took the class and then I ended and I had to sign something else. And one of the members was like, you're really good for your first time. And I was like, oh, I'm just new to this location. Not, but I was like, wow. Like, but you see a a neutral comment like that. Mm -hmm. It's still a comment. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, it makes you think, okay, for one, you were watching me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then two, I appreciate you giving me some positive feedback. But again, you were watching me. So it's like, who else was watching me? And who else had an opposite <laughs> Literally, that yeah. just didn't say anything. Yeah. But again, that is you getting out of your head and not yeah, trying just, to think about all of that. But... I do. I live too much in my head. That that is definitely it. Um, but with all the negative stuff, kind of being talked about about weight. It's not a complaining session. I wanted to get your opinion. Of course, I alluded to this a bit earlier as to what helps me. But what do you feel like helps you develop? I don't want to say like what helps you keep a consistent weight because I think that's where people go wrong I want to say what helps you develop a healthy relationship with like your physical appearance appearance oh my lord appearance I will let you know when we get there (laughs) (laughs) because I don't feel like I have a healthy well not even but what do you think would help okay um consistency Mm -hmm. on yeah and I think it's an easy cop out that can also be true is environmental factors Mm -hmm. in the sense of work had been just fucking crazy. Unfortunately, I live 30 minutes from work and I have, Jesus, what these hiccups? I have a free gym at work Mm -hmm. and it would be lovely in a perfect world to have all this energy to consistently go to the gym after I get off from work, like straight there, which I have gotten better at, but I'm motherfucking tired. Mm -hmm. So I would love to just say, okay, I'm going to go home. Because that gym stays open until 7, 7.30. So if I could just come home, take a nap till 5, 5.30, and then go back up there and work out, I would have no problem. But then it becomes, I don't want to drive 30 minutes back to work. Yeah. Which is why, again, could completely be a cop-out, and it is an excuse. Which is why I'm ha- looking forward to moving closer to work. To where I can have that consistency of either, okay, come home, take a nap, go. Or... 
I can still be waking up at the time I'm waking up now. Mm-hmm. Go get a 30 minute workout before work, shower, and then be able to go to work for the same time. Right. So that's been my consistent, uh, not, my, not my consistent, that has been, oh yeah, that has been my consistent factor outlook yeah. for the future of this is going to change that. Because there was times when I was in college, or not, I don't know if I was still in college, I might have graduated. When I worked two jobs, when I was working at Starbucks and Papa's Catering, I would literally go to work at, at Starbucks 5.30, work till 10.30, do deliveries till 12 or 1, go home, work out for 45 minutes, and then take a nap. And all that happens before three o'clock. I love how these naps are just factored. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna take a nap. Because you sorry. easily could just say, "I'm not gonna take a nap." Like, I, just... no, 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 I can't easily no. say that. No, fine. no. Mm-hmm. Um, well, which I guess I have been because I have been working out directly after work mm-hmm. and getting home at damn near six o'clock, and then being like, "I can't take no nap now." But then I go to sleep at like eight or nine because I take a muscle relaxer because I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna stay asleep." Goodbye. Or melatonin. We do not condone um, drug use. <laughs> of that nature so yes Um, I feel like that will be that is what I'm most looking forward to and I Mm -hmm. don't I feel like also just I used to cook all the fucking time and I don't know not not in this house Um, I don't know (laughs) what happened and I think a lot of it has been and this is totally off topic but kind of related I feel like like being here changed that because at times, like this is your domain. I know it's 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 me. It's on my mind. It has nothing to do with you. But I I I always try to be so considerate of like noise and stuff because you one you sleep like a feather. So anything. Can but like cooking. Because you'll be like down here during mm, the day. I'm telling you, I'm, this is my thought process. <laughs> you'll be like in here watching TV, and I feel like I'm making too much noise. And then I'm like, I can't tell her to just go to her room so I don't make noise because this is like that's your space because I have my own up there. So I don't know. That's no, that's I hear you. Process. I hear you. And I'm like, I don't want to. I guess my thought is have, it's the kitchen. It is. Like, <laughs> you've been at work. You've been dealing with people. You, the, the one thing you want to do is come home, relax, and watch your shows. And I'm in the kitchen. It's the kitchen. I know, but I still feel bad. <laughs> so I think that has been a fact. Granted, still ate out before living here. I <laughs> say like I cooked every meal and got here and was like, nah, I gotta order something. <laughs> I still ate out a lot because in high, back in school, like my parents very seldomly cooked. Mm-hmm. Like they ate out every day, so I had that. But I was cooking more on my own whenever I was, you know, living in my apartment, and I think that just kind of. Because, hell, even when we lived at the apartment in um, Webster, remember I used to just randomly make, what was it, bean and spinach, quesadillas, and random tacos and stuff like that. But I don't know, it's just weird with the shared space because I'm like, I'm trying to be considerate. And sometimes my over-consideration is a flaw of mine. Yeah, because a lot Mm -hmm. of the times when you're going to cook, I have sessions, so I'm upstairs. Mm -hmm. And so, or I'm not here. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I can see where you're coming from with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely think that it's me. Oh no! Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, putting it on you. I'm putting it on me. I'm like, mm, you should work on that too, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's hindered my fooding. Mm-hmm. But also, most of the food I'd be tired to cook too. That one right there. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big one um, too. But no, I think this was a 
a good topic as well as a necessary topic as we enter this month of May. We are at May 1st today as we are recording. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think TJ and I mentioned this earlier, but for sure, me, this month... It's hell month. It's, it's hell month. And you know what? I am excited for it and not. Um, but because I definitely... We have a photo shoot we need to look for. I know you're not doing it for that. We have a New Orleans trip. Yeah. You about to be back in Beaumont. You got to shit on these hoes. I just, <laughs> I just need to feel good because I know a lot of changes are going to come. And this is something that I can control that I have power over. And so let me do so. Um, and I'm just excited to be able to reset. Like... Again, I eat pretty healthy. I'm good. But now I'm just maintaining. I'm maintaining where I don't want to be. So now I need to just like lose. Yeah. And it's also the thought of you got to do this for the rest of your fucking life. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. But I I think I'm I'm developing healthier (laughs) like ways, though, because, again, I I depended a lot on Orange Theory and that's not Mm -hmm. something that's easily accessible everywhere but now my way of working out is literally solely on me Mm -hmm. like i get a good ass workout in my home um and so things things are changing i feel like for the better but i am excited to see where this month leads me y'all check in with me may 31st Mm -hmm. to see if i'm still in the same mindset Mm -hmm. may or may not be we don't know and if we're not, don't call me out on it because mm-hmm. we're going to be good. We're just going to start over in July. There you go. Um, you forgot about June. July. Because <laughs> I'm going to need June to regroup. <laughs> wow. Um, on that note, I think the one takeaway that I think we can all get from this and relating this back to Mental Health Month is perception is reality. And your thoughts become all well, those cliche shit that people say about your thoughts. But, you know. <laughs> So how you think, so how you feel. Is that what? Is that a mm-hmm. cliche? Something like that. So you know, despite how you may think you look and all that stuff, you gotta fake it till you make it. Which is sad, but fake it till you make it. Sometimes fake it till you, you make it, that. and no, I do agree. Oh, okay, <laughs> fake it till you make it, and re have some grace for yourself. Have grace, but reassess your goals because and what influenced you to have the that's and that's what I mean by like reassess your goals because if uh, for example if your goal is to be skinnier what's influencing that and if you could reassess it to I just want to feel good in my own skin that would lead you down a whole different Different pathway Mm -hmm. than where you were headed and probably a more sustainable one Mm -hmm. um so Maybe for you it is, but we just saying. Yeah. Speaking from our experiences, experiences, yeah, definitely. But I'm excited. Um, I know TJ's not looking forward to seeing me next week because you know, what? adjusting into this oh. monster of May, mm-hmm. um, monster mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> I think Orange Theory had a mayhem. Oh, I miss Orange Theory. Which I can still drop in a class when I want to. I just would pay for the class. Um, which I wouldn't mind. But anywho. On that note, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Be sure to check out all of our other lovely episodes if you have missed any. And be sure to follow us on social media. We are on everything at, at Crazy Little Pod. And then leave us a lovely review and rate the show because we want more. And we love to hear 
y'all talk and praise us because what are we narcissists and alcoholics Speaking and struggling Ooh. with um body issues and struggling with mental health we're j- we are literally what do we call it crazy to you okay mm. um so yes do all those lovely things what we speak kind to yourself didn't we just talk about giving ourselves grace and, and you just identified all your flaws we are also to you. hypocrites <laughs> to you <laughs> Cause me, I'm obviously a, she's not going down with I'm me. I'm about Damn. to say me, me, me. No. Oh, okay. okay. And I think one thing that we have not done to end this show is say thank you to everyone who has been listening and rocking with us. I think this is episode like twelve. 13 so we're officially in the double digits so thank you to we're a finalist and look we're about to to become assholes because we teenagers for May um so yes thank you to everybody who has been tuning in each I want to say each week each episode yeah (laughs) and game night and commenting on socials and all that stuff like that continue to respond to our story stuff we like to hear from you guys um we want to start incorporating that more um, we do have the the email address for questions. Ask crazy little pot at gmail.com is open. So if you have a question, need some advice, I'm crazy. Natalie's stable ish. <laughs> um, and she has a degree that kind of allows her to help people, to even me. though she's not your therapist. But <laughs> she can give you all that stuff that she read in those lovely books for four years. Surely can. So hit us up. On that note, do you have anything else, Miss Natalie, that you want to add? Not really. I think this is a good time to end this and yeah. leave our listeners on a good note slightly. Right, exactly. Mm. Well, on that note, we'll hop out of here and be sure to take care of yourself, especially this month, because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Because mm-hmm. shit gets crazy out here, folks. Bye. Bye.